crashed, burned, and reduced to dust. Then I rise from the ashes. Hi, I'm Carol, author, speaker, confidence image, and life coach. Battered with the lack of confidence, low self-esteem, and self-worth growing up, I now guide and journey with women to heal and to achieve a confident self-image, fulfilling career and business. In this show, you will be empowered in your mind, heart, and spirit to transform. Let's rise to life. Hello, good evening. How's everyone doing on this public holiday on this Saturday? Yeah, it's a, it's Vesak Day. Usually, it's a public holiday, and this is actually a long, supposedly a long weekend. We are, we actually had something planned, but because of COVID nineteen, we couldn't. Ah, uh, okay. Welcome everybody. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to this new episode, episode three of Rise with Carol Gocker. Today, I have a special guest. She is a friend of mine. She is a founder of Client Centric Property. She's a full-time online real estate advisor okay, who is helping clients with legacy making and preservation. Okay, she's a woman of many exposure. She has a lot of experience. She has experience where, uh, in working in a law firm, uh, working in banking and finance before joining real estate in 2006. She's also a podcaster, an author, and an online global business franchise owner in anti-aging and weight loss, beauty and health product. Amazing, right? But most of all, she is a loving mother to two girls, age 10 and 8. Today, she will be here to talk to us a bit uh, about family and friends. Okay, if you can, you know, just join me in a virtual applause to let me put your hands together to welcome Miss Anna Oh. Hello, hi Anna. Hello, Carol. Hi. Hey. So, any yeah, thank you for, for tuning in. We have uh, seven seven um, viewers today. Hello. Okay, I'm actually streaming on live uh, on this stream. Yeah, so I, I'm un unable to see who you are, but if you can, you know, if you can just comment on uh, on the link. You know, we'll be able to see you. Good evening. On yes. Okay. So, Anna, thank you so so much for agreeing to come on today's show to talk about today's topic. Can just maybe just to let let me get get let the audience get to know you a little bit more. Would you share with us what is your story? My story um, came from a family where my parents gave birth to four of us, so I'm the eldest. And then uh, due to financial uh, problems when during my earlier period of my life with my parents, right? So at one point of time, I found that I only have $2.50 left in my MRT card. And that's all I have. And that year, I was like 21. Just started to work. And then I was really, really, really sad. So that time, I tell myself I must work really, really hard so that I could break out of this poverty thing. Yeah, so... I started off working in the law firms and then after that to the banks and eventually I found uh, my heaven in property real estate and that's where uh, life was changed right and through through this career I find that property can really change lives and make our lifestyles better in a way through proper planning mm, yeah so is that the reason why you chose your current profession in real estate 
yes, initially I really come in for the money because my friend told me that, you know, if you're so pia, right, you come into real estate, you sure will make it, you know, there's a lot of money. But at the very beginning, when there's no uh, proper mentor, it was very, very difficult. But later on, I really met very good mentors. And because of that, right, I can really see the money snowball as in the income snowball. And then, uh, and not just that, I also snowball also because I managed to help customers to upgrade their lifestyles, you know, uh, where they sold off the HDB, then they buy, buy the private properties. And I also help customers upgrade downgrade. And then through that, I saw that, hey, really through proper financial planning, uh, all this can be achievable. And so that's when I apply it to my own life, right? And then uh, using all the experience that I have. Then after that, we managed to upgrade ourselves from a HDB to a condo right now. Yeah. Wow, that's really very impressive. So how how has uh, the current you know circuit breaker situation that has has affected you? Uh, definitely yes, definitely yes. Because um, although yes, we are all uh, very readily available on Zoom and uh, handphones and stuff, right? But um, maybe because all along, my niche has always been in resale market. So for resale, people really want to see the real true thing before they buy. So it's a time uh, whereby, you know, um, probably the buyers have to switch around their concepts a little bit. Just like when I go traveling, I will go and click, click, click. And then I will book for my, you know, uh, what, what, what's that, that stay thing you call Airbnb, right? Yeah. So maybe people have to get used to the idea like it's a bit like Airbnb. You get to see everything, you ask the owners everything, and then after that, you just place an order and zoom, you fly over, then you're, you're staying there already. Yeah, I think it's something that um, is a major change for most buyers and owners to get used to. And some of our owners are not so um, uh, open to see us on video either because they say, ah, you're going to take my video, you know, they, they are a bit skeptical. But Okay, uh, for rentals-wise, it's still pretty okay. Yeah, rentals is still pretty manageable. Mm. Mm, okay, thank you mm. for sharing on that. Can we just take a few seconds, you know, to just say hi uh, to a few people who are, who just say hi. We have Anita. Hello, Anita. Hello, Julia. Hello, Julia <laughs> as well. Yeah, hello. Hello. If you have any questions for Anna, you know we can actually have a have a Q and A session towards the the end of uh, our our Facebook interview. Because today Anna is going to share with us, you know, some tips about maintaining a uh, good relationship with the, with the family and your friends, mm. and in, in particular, sharing with us, you know, what's uh, what's happening in her life today uh, amidst this circuit breaker situation. So, mm. what are the changes you know you have to make? during this uh, challenging time? Uh, I, I would think, okay, because it happened that during this circuit breaker, my mother-in-law who's been taking care of my children full-time, she has passed away, unfortunately. So uh, due to that, right, um, since January period, when um, COVID-19 circuit breaker wasn't kicked in yet, uh, since January, I have been taking care of my kids. Yeah because that time she was already in a hospital. Yeah, so so what happened was, since this circuit breaker came in and with this HBL, home-based learning, uh, that's been happening for the past one month, right? I became the home tutor, I became the butler, I became the chef, and I became the maid, 
and also the wife. Yeah. So uh, a bit exasperating because um, to, to a certain extent, it's like, oh, I felt my wings were clicked. You know, I couldn't go out and meet my customers as much as I like before. You know, it's, it's, it's a kind of, I feel like, am I losing that personal touch to my customers? But at the same time, um, for this COVID-19 period for Circuit Breaker, um, I find that it's also this part that we bond more with the family. Yeah. Of course, there's frustrations, like how come the Zoom is not working for the, the school and blah, 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 blah. But amidst all this confusion and exasperation, end of the day, uh, I still I still find it good. I, I, I get to see my children, their daily progress. And then I was surprised that they can actually uh, load a lot of things online by themselves to their teachers, which at first I thought wasn't possible. And to one extent, I saw that they are able to go and log in online to Zoom and, and meet up with the teachers, go online to the school website, you know, and also uh, do the SLS and whatever that they need to do without my supervision. So I, I think uh, that's a milestone achieved for them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a challenging that I, I really, really feel you because, you know, since the start of home-based learning, there's actually a new routine that I have. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's about incorporating incorporating all the various uh, things that you don't do, you know, um, and then, you know, you, the things that my, my working hours are usually when, when the kids are in school, right? So right now, I can't because I, I need to pass my laptop to my child, right? Right yeah. now, my boy, in fact, just, he just came over and asked me a question whether he can watch Netflix tomorrow. <laughs> 10 o'clock and he's still not sleeping. So, yeah, yeah. because, you know, the, the children, they don't have an opportunity to go and expend all their energy during the day. So, and then mm. that's why you know, it, it, it is actually quite challenging. And I also understand because right now, today is actually be Sunday. And most of the time, if actually on normal day, right, uh, people will usually take tomorrow off and then they will have a super long weekend and then they will go somewhere. And I also understand that you are an avid traveler, right? And then you like to take your, your, your children, you know, on various adventures overseas. Would you share with us a little bit about that? Uh, okay. It all happened because many years ago when i just gave birth to my first daughter that was in 2010 and then um two years before that i already knew that uh or, or say i i should say okay i got married in 2005 so in 2005 after shortly after i got married to my husband we discovered that he had this uh, sleep disc problem and there was a point i was crying very badly in the bank talking to my, my superior because my husband was contemplating whether to go for a, a, an operation that involves the spinal from the neck. And it carries a 11% or more risk of being paralyzed from neck down. Mm. Carry heavy things as well. So um, that time I was really, really um, distraught. So after when we got married, we got our children that was like five years later in 2010, my first daughter. And then as along the way, I also feel that we all are aging, you know, we all are aging. And so I told my husband, um, when, when do you think we can bring our children to go overseas? My, my child, then he says something like, let's wait until she's 12. Most of my colleagues say wait until she's 12. And then uh, it's easier to bring them overseas. Then I look at him, I said, but have you ever thought like, would we live all the way until she's 12 and over to bring her overseas? Will we live that long? Because I have friends who passed away when I was like, my early 30s. So my friend passed away, uh, one of 
my friend in the bank, she passed away at age 34 due to acute asthma during the haze period. She was on the papers. Then I have another guy friend. Um, he was admitted to hospital for just a minor situation, not too major, but I think due to some drug allergy. So his whole body was infested with rashes and then uh, like half of it or more. And he died within two days and he died at age 34 as well. So I, I was very skeptical. I told my husband, I said, uh, I don't want to wait that long to bring my children overseas. I, I think we should start bringing them, you know, as soon as they can walk, as soon as they can walk. Because why? First of all, the airplane tickets will be cheaper, right? Yeah. And then uh, hotel stay will be also be cheaper because they can snuck in our same, same bed and room as us. So he said, okay, let's try that. So the first time uh, my, my first daughter was, you know, uh, able to sort of like walk. I think she's like one and a half. I brought her by myself with my siblings to, uh, to KL. So that's like three or four days down there. And then afterwards, uh, me and my husband, we brought them to Taiwan, to, uh, to Taiwan, to Korea, to Japan, to Dubai, Australia, to China. Taiwan, we went a few times. Korea also. Yeah, so it, it's like the, there was one time we went Taiwan and it was a very tedious trip that we planned. We I planned a bit misplanned. Uh. <laughs> I was looking at the map, okay, thinking that I'm very clever. So I planned and I look at the map. I said, okay, good. We'll go to Hualien. Hualien already in Taiwan. Uh. We'll go up to Qingjing and then we'll come back to Taipei. Okay, but I didn't know. I didn't know that actually... Uh, uh, by using all the Rome to Rio, all those apps, right? From Hualien, you can't exactly go to Qingjing direct. Qingjing is sort of like on top of Taichung. It's, it's on top of a mountain or something like that. So what happened was we didn't know how come the driver whom we contacted is going to charge us so high for this trip from Hualien to Qingjing. It's like two plus hours. But actually, we didn't know that it because we're going to pass by the Tarago Gorge. Tai Luge, that one is a, mm -hmm. one of the most dangerous gorge in, in the world. Okay, one of the most dangerous one. And then we didn't know that actually there is a lot of risk on our lives going down, uh, going from Hualien up to Qingjing. Wow. The, the, the mountains up, you know, it's really surrounding the mountains up. And I'm not a good traveler when it comes to road trips. I will always feel like I want to vomit. And then of course, there was a lot of like, uh, along the way, my husband was saying, oh, I'm so tired. This this trip so tired. But, you know, after we came back, because we took a lot of pictures, we post on Facebook, a lot of our friends actually asked us, how did you do it? How did you manage to do it? With two kids in tow and, you know, you went and play like never play before. It's like so much things. So, yes, we really, um, as we look back, right, I told my husband, you won't regret. And really, we didn't regret. We really enjoyed that trip. When we're still able, when we still are healthy, we can carry the children and go, we go. Yeah. Mm. So that was really very good bonding for the entire family. Mm, yeah. I, I, I can see and, and feel your excitement when you, when you recount the whole entire traveling experience. You know? So yeah, has, it, has all this you know, um, time together with the family, traveling together, you know, being in, in, out, out, having an adventure together, how has that improved your relationship with your two girls? Uh, maybe I talk about the one with my husband first. Is it okay? Okay, definitely. <laughs> okay, because a lot of couples told me and my friends, right, who have family, once the children comes into the picture, they 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 actually sort of neglect the husband, right? Mm -hmm. Which I tend to do that also. Okay, but 
the trip when we went to Qingjing, there was one night we wanted to get out of our uh this this hotel so that we can go to a place to find food. We don't want to eat within that hotel. Okay, so the um the hotel's uh, attendants told us that okay, you walk this little road up and then you will find it. Okay, but little did we know that there was no road light, no road lamps. Okay, it was dim. It was total darkness. You can't see. And on top of that, right, uh, there's no barricade. It's actually mountainous road, you know. So mm. there's no... So if we fall, we surely die. If we, do, we lose our footing, we surely die. And it was like, you know, sloping. And because I'm very much afraid of darkness. So my husband was... Uh, he proved to be very, very gung-ho. He took out his uh, handphone, right? And then he shone the torch. And he said, I will lead the way. Wow, oh. that's a man eh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because all my life he's always been very nice and gentleman to me. You know, say, oh, Anna, you choose la, Anna, you decide. But that moment when I really need a man to come out, right? He came out. <laughs> <laughs> the man came out, and then uh, and one of the uh trips right during that time in taiwan we went to this place called teasing tan or something where i if i'm not wrong uh, there's many colored pebbles you know along the riverside it's very beautiful but you know pebbles uh, some of them may be little rocks that cut the feet my mm. husband i will lead the way then he went smoothly he went over to the other side already and then i felt like wow when there's danger or anything, he really lead the way and then he took care of us. So um after those all these trips, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Then for my kids, right? Um there are naughty moments. Definitely they have naughty moments. But I also feel that because I'm very um sensitive spiritually type of person so if that hotel is haunted or whatever i can feel so what happened is sometimes i may come to a hotel then i dare not sleep you know but mm. so lucky that i have a superstitious belief uh, in myself that <laughs> you know my husband's i i am born in the year of the small miserable monkey so but the moment they all sleep near me, snuggle to me, oh, I can sleep very well. You know, but I told my husband they must sleep with me. Long, <laughs> you know, that's why. So I We're eating Nothing can come near us. But the thing is, okay, one of the trip I really felt we bonded so well was um Japan. We we were at the onsen, one of the onsen. My my husband, he actually uh came across uh, an onsen for us to go to was really nice because at first i was very stressed i was like wow so many women naked and then myself naked my children naked all naked butts huh? then i must make sure their butts are clean properly before they get inside the waters and don't dirty the water what if they don't listen to me what if they they run up and now what if they but actually um eventually i felt that no it was a very good experience for us to bond together in fact my girls enjoy they say hey mommy we are going to bathe with all these people, <laughs> all the babies. <laughs> then they say, what, mommy? Uh, then after that, my daughter said to me, mommy, you don't have to feel that you're fat, you know. Then she looked at another one. She said, that one more fat. <laughs> <laughs> She's so fat. Huh? So, so, a bit bitchy. So, so, but the thing is, um, along the way, 
my my children saw me for being fearful. They saw the vulnerable side of me. They saw me being fearful, uh, saw me uh, stressed, you know, they saw me like angry, frustrated. So they actually know me very well. So there are times I really feel sad because of my mother-in-law. And when I cry, they will come and pass me a tissue and give me a hug. So, so it's like, I, I felt all these trips that we went with the kids, maybe here and there they might forget, but I feel that the bonding, the feelings we have for each other it is always there. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I, I so definitely 100%. Yeah, 100% mm. you know, um, really agree with you on, on that. You know, that's why today's topic is about family and friends. Because I, I noticed that you are you're very close to your family and you're exceptionally close to your mother-in-law as well. You know, I'm so sorry that she, she passed on, you know, mm. and um, it really the deepest condolences. And how, how are you coping right now you know, as a family? without this key person who is who has been in your life. Because she has she has always been there in helping you to raise your girls when you're out, you know, running your own business. So how mm. how has that changed for you? Um obviously when she's not around, I I really feel like Ta Luan Fang It's like mm. she's not just a mother-in-law to me, she's also a mother to me. Why I say so is because um since 05, I married my husband. There was a short period of time she really stayed with us for four years. But during the first four years, I am not a very good daughter-in-law. Being young and career-minded, I am not the kind of daughter-in-law one would expect. And uh, in terms of house chores, I'm also not the kind of daughter-in-law who likes to clean up. Okay, So, um, and my focus was fully on career in the first four years that she stayed with us. So definitely we have our clashes. Then afterwards, when uh, when I I got this postnatal depression that I wasn't aware of, that that was the time she moved back with her elder son to stay. So she only has two sons. So the elder son and my husband is the younger one. So these last few years of her life, um, I was very grateful she was here for us all the time. Not just that, uh, she even attended to all my my uh, apparel. You know, before I went out, if I didn't tie this ribbon here, this little button here, this little button behind my zipper not done, she would help me do up everything. Check for me before I go on. Yeah, to that extent, you know, 无微不至的一个一个妈妈. And then uh, whenever I cook, she'll be there to, to taste all the food that, that you know, I, I cook. I'll ask her, hey, how is it? Is it okay or not? You know, so it, it's a kind of bonding. You see someone every day and she understands you so well. Yeah, I should have paid a bit more attention to her, you know, right from the very beginning and not waste all the years. So, but, well, now she's not here. I remember her last words to me. She didn't say that I was no good at all, no. I was very surprised. Okay,他没有。他只是跟我讲说，嗯，要做个好妈妈，照顾好你的孩子。我没有办法帮你顾，你要照顾好你的孩子。She knows why I entrusted her. There's no one else I can trust because my mom is also busy with her work. So there's no one else I can trust to take care of my two daughters besides my mother-in-law. And then, uh, so her last words to me was really this. And she tell me, oh, don't be, don't be uh, so sad. No, don't be so sad. You, you must carry on. 
And she even told me that uh, your live videos must carry on because every yeah, night uh, when I do my live video, right, um, she used to she used to actually uh, watch all my live videos and next day she'll come back and tell me her feedback and tell me she enjoyed it or, or you know, like, hey, how come the lighting was dark? Huh? You should show more of your face, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. so she's a very supportive person. So when she's not around, uh, there are many times I, I really broke down and cried. But at the same time, I also know that what she wants for us is to be happy. Mm, yeah. So no matter how, we, we, we still have to carry on our life and do the best in whatever we can because it's something like um, her essence of her life. and something mm. that we can pass on here. Yeah. yeah, I also... I'm just very curious, you see, it's like because you're running your own business, as you mentioned, uh, started in, in the beginning of your life when you, want, when you started your business, which you joined the real estate business when in year two, 2006. You got married in year 2005. So it's a year after, after that. So without mm -hmm. her support, do you think, you know, you would be, be able to, to be who you are in, in, in the business world today? Do you think that family support, you know, from her is actually that important and integral part of your growth as a, as a business woman? Yes, yes, definitely very important because, uh, thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, she's definitely very important because um, in year, the in one of the years, I can't remember, I think it was 20, 2018, I suffered from depression due to some family matters. So, um, for the period of six to eight months, right, um, she was the one who single-handedly take care of my family for me. I just dive fully into my work, you know, blindly into my work. But when I come home, I'm like a zombie, you know, it's like zombie fight. I can feel myself. After a while, I realized that. And then initially, of course, when you're in depression, you don't understand, you don't know. But after when you look back, you realize that you're in depression. You look back, hey, who's the one been looking after my fortress? It's her, lo, the only one. Because my husband goes to work and comes back like maybe 9 or 8.30, that kind of hours, or sometimes 10. But my mother-in-law will be taking care of my children after they come back from school, all the way coaching, tutoring them, you know, getting them to dress, uh, to, to, to change after they bath, you know, that kind of thing. So definitely, she is very, very important. Yeah, that was a family. Family support is actually very important, you know, to be who you are today. Because I also realized that there's a lot of moms. I mean, nowadays, you know, being a, a, a modern mom, right, it's not just about having one job or, 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 or one business anymore. That's why you are a serial entrepreneur yourself. So would you say, uh, what, what, or rather, what kind of tips would you, would you give our, our audience today, you know, who is actually a mom? Uh, who is actually trying to juggle life, you know, being uh, being a career woman, being a business woman, and then and also on the home front. What what kind of tips or suggestion would you would you give to 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 the mm. audience today? Mm, okay, uh, maybe I share with you the part when I I decided to ask my mother in law to help me out with my kids because, like I mentioned, the first few years of my marriage, that time I was really immature, right? So we didn't have a good uh, footing at the beginning. But when the time comes that I wanted to come back to real estate, and then I, I said uh, to my husband, hey, I think better to get mother to help me because I felt like she's the only one I can trust. 
And of course, there's a lot of naysayers because actually uh, I do have clients who, who confess to me that uh, they go to work, female ladies, working mothers, and the mother-in-law, uh, you know, talk behind their backs to the children. And when she comes back home to take care of her kids, her kids will treat her like an enemy. You know, the mm. mother-in-law painted her in a very bad light. But for me, that time is either I, I bring in a helper, a maid, which I couldn't trust that much, right? Or I, I find someone I really can trust a lot, which is my mother-in-law. So I, I told myself, if she ever do that, the same thing like what my my um my my client's mother-in-law did to her, then I, I should reflect on myself. It is Maybe I did something really not well. That's why she has a feedback, right, to my children. So I thought. No matter what, blood is thicker than water. How she treats my children will always be because of love and nothing else. So, so it doesn't matter if you know she she say happened to say anything, but actually she didn't. She was really very nice to my children and me. Yeah. So at first I, I was thinking, oh yeah, can but then then this thought was quickly pushed out. And because of that, right, um, she, she really dedicated so much to my family. I was able to fly to KL on one attempt and come back with a, a sizable deal that got me like top 10 in ERA in pre-eminent for that one year. So yeah, so it's, it's really important that we, we learn to trust, especially our family members. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. She's not just a mother-in-law. She's also the mother of my, my husband and mm. she has brought up to be the man he is today. The yeah. father oh. Yeah, yes, so it's yes. really important. Yeah. yeah. That, that one I agree with you 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm also very grateful for my mother-in-law. I mean, partly, the thing is that because we are of different, different nationality, you know, she's German, mm. my husband's German, and then uh, we have differences with regards to our, our beliefs, culture, uh, upbringing, everything. So yeah. it, it, was, it was actually quite tough as well, you know, trying to actually find the middle ground. And then it just so happened, right? You know, and uh, this this weekend is Mother's Day, right? Mm. How how do you plan on celebrating Mother's Day? Uh, it's quite impossible to celebrate <laughs> days because my mom stays in Marsiling. She's all that I left now, right? Because I I previously I got two mothers, my mother in law and my mom. But now my mother in law passed away, so I'm left with my mom. My mom is right now in Marsiling. Okay, so what happened is that um. I couldn't really be there physically to spend time with her, but I do call her up more frequently already because I, I really realized that our older folks have no time for us. It's not we are busy with work or we, we have busy schedules. They are, their time is so limited. The time is really so limited. So it's important that I really place a bit of priority for them in my life. Yeah. Mm. Call them mm -hmm. as and when we can, you know, uh, then uh, send gifts over if I cannot be physically there. Yeah. So at mm. least, at least she knows, oh, one year, you It's not like, oh, Tuesday yeah. law, you know, it's like, what? True, true, true. But, but very interestingly, you know, during, during this uh, circuit breaker time, right, you know, there's, there are actually families who ended up um, having a lot of problems, having a lot of challenges. And also it's, also, it's also a time where, where family comes together a lot more closer. And I see that that is actually something for you. And maybe yeah. let's just bring the topic back to, to, your, to, your, to your work you know, as, a, as a real estate advisor. Because you are helping clients to build legacy. 
So can you share with us a little bit? How do you uh, define legacy? How, how are you helping your clients to build a legacy? Okay. How to help them build a legacy? First of all, I look into how to expand the assets based on their own uh, financial standings. And then, of course, then we'll have to do calculations. That's very important. And then we have to zoom into how old are they, how many children and stuff like that. What are the main uh, challenges that a customer usually will face? One of my ex-customers, um, they have to downgrade is because they want to cash out from the Panamera Crest. That time when market was really bad. It's a condo three-bedroom. Uh, choice unit facing the swimming pool. But they have been selling for two years. They couldn't get it sold. And finally, when I sold off for them, it's the reason because they need to sell it off so that they can cash out for the children's um, university funds. Mm. So that's one of the challenges. So when we plan like the assets, like uh, when and how, we have to make sure that, oh, at different intervals, uh, you, you must be have an exit plan, uh, so-called. Mm. Right? You cannot be, bye, 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 bye. Then when, when are you ever going to exit? And why, why you should exit at a certain point? Exit because mm. of maybe you should downgrade now or upgrade later or, you know, things like this. But mm. how to build the legacy is also in terms like, um, you know, like in the case of my mother-in-law, her case was the property is, is tenancy, joint tenancy, and it's not tenancy in common. But actually she has plans to sort of like um, leave the property for the sons instead of for her spouse. So um, all this will come into play where the legal knowledge from my past experiences in the law firms will come in. Yeah. So we, we really have to zoom in. Okay, if let's say the customer is really um, in the hospital on the verge to leave the world, we also have to make sure that, you know, things are carried out according to their plans, especially for the property. Maybe mm. they bought it for 60000 last time. Now it's worth maybe 200000 or more. Because in Singapore, we have inflation as well as other countries. And then our, our properties are always like growing, right? For, for some time. Yeah, so that's the reason why um, for based on her case, I also get, gained the experience how to get things done quickly like, so that we can mm -hmm. still go according to plan for this preservation and planning of legacy. Yeah. Are you okay if we open, uh, you know, this uh, the, the to the floor, you know, for, for the for the for the viewers? If there's any question, viewers, if you have any questions for Anna, you know, if you can just type onto the comments below, so we can get Anna to uh, to answer your questions with regards to family, you know, on 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 legacy building. If I don't know how to answer, I will I will I will give them back an answer later. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. they give a very challenging one. Yes. <laughs> but if I can, I'll just answer here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'll just put in a ticker here so that people can see where they can uh, they can connect with you. Mm. Okay. This is yeah. Um I, I gave them uh, your your Shawby link so that they can connect directly with you with all your social media and your website, okay. everything is on your Shawby link. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then you know, right now, how, how how do you keep yourself motivated just out of curiosity? Actually, um, a lot of people felt I'm a very motivated person. But of course, I definitely have my downtimes. I remember especially the time was uh, when I had depression. I, I kept um, going online to listen mm. to YouTubes or podcasts. I think it's more of YouTubes. 
And there was this guy who spoke a lot about motivational talks. I didn't know that was Les Brown. <laughs> you know, I just play and play and play and the whole day, you know, it's like every morning I listen to that. I didn't know that was Les Brown until later I, I, I knew it was Les Brown through you, Carol. <laughs> yeah. So I was really very touched. The second person that I think I felt was motivated. Okay, there's a few people that motivated me in my life. The first one is definitely my own mom because she brought me up, right? So she was always telling me that, uh, you know, um, don't think that you don't know how to do it. There must be a way to do it. You can learn. You can learn. You may be wrong now, but you can learn. You can find your way about how to do it right. So mm -hmm. she always tell me, don't give up so easily. We'll try more times. The second person, I think, is more of like my mother-in-law. That time when after my depression, she was always telling me this thing. She said, what she means is people give you the opportunity but if you don't grab it right um once it's gone you want to find the opportunity again it's almost never already so there's many times like i pick up call you know i'm a bit lazy and then and then i think about what she said oh yeah you know better grab it <laughs> you know yeah so 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 that that helped to motivate me as well it's always from the elders, Zhang Fei Long. It's always from them. Yeah. I feel that they give very good um, advice. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so we haven't got any questions yet. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious, you see, what are the things that you have to overcome, you know, personally to, to be where you are today? I mean, like we heard about, you know, how you have to struggle uh, at work, you know, your, your postnatal depression as well. So what other things that you, that you will have to, to overcome you know, to be this amazing businesswoman that you are today? Actually, um, a lot of uh, female agents and hmm. uh, also I have like female, female friends who ask me how to, how to communicate with the husband, you know, that, that they, they have a business, you know, and then, well, the husband is actually working a nine to five, right? So when, when, when the husband is working a nine to five, he probably couldn't understand you what a business is really going on like, no matter how intelligent the husband is, like, because it, he's not in your shoes. Okay. So the thing is, um, there is definitely a point of time uh, that was way back in 2006 to 2010, that period. That was a struggle. My husband said, Oh, yeah, you know, uh, why you want to spend time doing real estate, you know, things like that, blah, 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 blah. He, he didn't understand. And why you spend so much time? Why you go out so late? I cannot contact you. Where are you? Are you at some, uh, what, um, I can't remember, secluded area he was using that word happened to. Uh, I was very sensitive with that. <laughs> the person was very sensitive with how we use our words. So happened that he said secluded. And then I was like, then I look at him that time, we don't have children yet. So I look at him, I said, you know I'm a workaholic. You know my career is first, husband is second. And then you're telling me, you're telling me, uh, you know, secluded. I said, no, I'm busy working, trying to make the money home. You know, there's no other place I'll be besides working. And after I work finish, I'll definitely come home. I'm not gallivanting outside. So many times I said that to him. And eventually uh, when he started to see that the money's come in, then he realized, oh, yeah, 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 you're really doing work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a kind of like a proof, a proof, okay? 
So um, I also remember that uh, when he saw that I signed those exclusives, then he realized, oh yeah, really, someone gave you a contract to work. That's why you are busy. And um, this is also one of the reasons why most of the trainers will always tell the young agents, you know, you have to get exclusive because it's mm. a form of accountability also to your family. Why are you working so hard? Why are you spending long hours outside the house and not at home with your family, you know, with your children or husband or whoever that is? Why are you outside? So if you have something hard copy to show them, look, I, I got this, I really got to work on this, then, oh yes, you're, you're working. <laughs> Otherwise, mm. it's like, Everything is open listing, right? Then they will think that, eh, you said you're busy. Then now how come he close with somebody else and not with you? So mm. so it, there was there was this struggle. Yeah. Mm. We have a question from Anita. Anita mm. say, hi Anna. Uh, uh, once the circuit breaker is over, it's it's over. How to mm. find the balance once again to be a businesswoman and a mother? Oh, I think that's a very, very good question. What would Anita, you say that? this is a very good question. Okay, yes. Previously, I told a female agent, I said, there's no balance. It depends on what are your priorities. Okay, for me, um, I wouldn't say that I still hold the same stand right now because I, I would think, yes, definitely your priority is family. But then family can also mean, do you give them more quality time, quantity time, or you want to bring back the money home to put food on the table, which is just as important. So if, let's say, you find that at that moment now, maybe... Um, some, some, for some ladies, uh, the husband is really not earning that well or maybe got retrenched. Maybe have to sound out to your husband that, hey, look, um, since now that you're retrenched, let me find a bread home. Maybe you take a break for one, two or three months. So my focus will be to bring the money home. So maybe you help me hold the fortress back at home first until you find, that, you find a job that you want to do. There must always be like a communication, I feel. To talk to the husband what i'm going to do later and seek his clearance lah. in a way it's like his understanding his understanding because i believe a couple whatever you want to do as a family you must always go in tandem you cannot be i want to do this i don't care how you feel i want to do this but you know it's it's going to drive you further and further apart yeah so you must get the kind of understanding uh even the children as well if you're going to be late uh let the children know mommy is doing this work so for me, it's like I tell the children, I have to fly off to KL children. You'll listen to Nine Nine. Be very good. Mommy will be back the, the, that night or if not, latest morning. I'll take the plane. I show them the etiquette. I show them everything, you know, be transparent. Because in relationship, it's always good to be transparent. Mm. You show them everything. And then they'll know that, okay, mommy is going KL for one day and then she's coming back, okay, uh, unless she needs something bad. If not, she'll be back already, you know. And they, they, they will... They will be my cheerleaders also. When they see that, oh, you brought back a check. Mommy, congratulations, you got a deal. You know, then they will be very happy. Yeah, something like that. Mm. So, so it's, it's, it's a bad, it, the balance is really for yourself to judge. What is most important, get everybody to understand you. Yeah, because if there's no understanding, then no matter how much you do, all your, all your efforts will go down the drain because nobody understands you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that's a very good point. Yeah, you feel very tired. It's like, oh, don't you know that mommy was so hard is for you all, but because there's no communication. So the children will say, yeah, you're always busy. Yeah, you, you always, customers first, why? You know, but for us, it's like, uh, once the money comes in nicely, we'll plan the holiday already. 
then we get the kids involved. Then we'll say, okay, uh, this day, this day, where, where you want to go? Maybe you Google search on, on it. Then we'll plan together. Mm. Yeah. Mm, then we'll go together. Mm. Yeah, that, that's really cool. I mean, it's like, thank you so much, you know, that you share so many things. It's like my, my takeaway for today, right, that I learned from you today is about planning, planning something, planning a financial cushion for the children, planning your legacy, and then spending quality time. I think that's really, really important. And you brought on this point. And then the mm -hmm. last thing is just what you just said, communication. Because communication mm -hmm. is really the key and, 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 and the, the key ingredient and the gel that really binds everybody together as a family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So because of that, you know, you that, that's why you have such a fantastic relationship with your with your girls. So um, one last question before we end this. Yeah, one last question before we end this Facebook live. Um, what does rice means to you? R I S E. Okay, to rice is not because you want to rise yourself. I think your rice probably means to rise so that you can shine the path for others is to actually help others it's not really just for yourself because a person just like a cake eh, in order to rise you must have built a lot of bubbles mm -hmm. these, these bubbles are uh, is not appearing out of nowhere you really have to work very hard at it like today i make that cake right you really have to beat many 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 times or at least you use a power you know a mixer so you must use power you must use effort and you must have the patience to build up but all the hard work is on you. Mm. And it and that's that's a sacrifice actually. <laughs> it's, it's a sacrifice, but it's very noble. It means you rise so that you can lead others and shine for others. This is what it means to me. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, today I learned a lot of things from you. And you're always so inspiring, you're always giving a lot of golden nuggets, and I learned so much. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, I will have to end this uh, broadcast. Thank you so much for coming on. You know, this is the link. You see the link that's ticking below. This is how you can get in touch with Anna. Okay. <laughs> yes, she's actually a, a, very, a very nice friend. Huh? Because the thing is, like, I, I met you just like last year, right? right? Yeah. Just last year. Yeah. And then we have, we have gotten so close over, over a period. So you can, you can see what kind of person she is. And she is the person that you need to go to. To build your legacy right so thank you so much and now uh, may you have a fantastic weekend that is coming you know I'm, I'm sure your husband and your children are having some special surprise for you for this mother's day okay, so if i don't see you by then you know, happy mother's day to you yeah, nah. so, yeah thank you. you and thank you so much for you <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you and happy mother's day to all uh, all, all the ladies, you know, who are actually watching this and then for all the gentlemen who are watching this, you know, also happy Mother's Day to your mom and also to your wife as well. You know, this Mother's Day is going to be so different and yet it's going to be so meaningful at the same time. Yeah. I think so cherish is a word. <laughs> yes, cherish. very, very much so cherish, cherish the time yeah. together. It is difficult, yeah. but then, you know, we will get through this together. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for hanging out with us. So this is Carol here signing off. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Same time, come and uh, join us for another conversation with an amazing lady at Rise with Carol Gawker. See you. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on Rise to Life. 
If you want to know more about my coaching programs and workshops, come visit me over at thefundergroup.com. That's www.thewandelgroup.com. Be sure to subscribe to my email list on the website to download the free ebook on how to create 28 outfits with 9 basic pieces of clothing. Do follow and subscribe to Rise to Life. Remember, don't let the lie of inadequacy fool you. I look forward to sharing more with you in the next episode. Sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon.